Hi everyone, so my name is Juliana. I'm here with my friend Paige. Um, uh, hi, I'm Paige. <laughs> um, we, you know, we constantly explore this idea of how, you know, beauty standards have affected us since we were little and until now and, you know, in the age of social media, how these how these effects are like even even stronger on us because we're forced to see it every day. And um, we just wanted to explore that in performance arts and I think Paige is a great example of that. Um, so if you want to kind of give like a rundown of your your resume, I guess. Oh, you yeah. started off, so, how old were you when you started ballet? I, oh, I was like three or like like two, like late three. I, I, I was really young when I started dancing. Um, and yeah, then I danced all through my life. And then I danced after high school on a cruise ship for two years. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I imagine that's even, you know, when you're not only, you know, forced to be a woman, but also like to perform as one and to like represent, you know, your teachers and your, and the cruise line and stuff like I imagine that, yeah. was, that set a lot of like stress and pressure on you right yes lots of pressure and I like, would say yeah I've heard like a lot of horror stories about you know the ballet world and like dancing and stuff but oh, yeah my only like real <laughs> knowledge of it comes from dance moms so oh. I feel like you're like a more reliable <laughs> example maybe so yeah like what do you think like what were you know some of the dieting habits or like some of the you know, things that you had to adhere to, like, did it start really early, or did it only start when you were, like, older? No, yeah, I would say, um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it really started actually affecting us until we were probably, what, around, actually, fourth grade, so, like, pretty early, actually. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, That's, like, when I noticed that a lot of us, well, I had, like, three main friends in ballet, um, and we would like look in the mirror and be like, oh, I want to cut off. Like, I wish I could just cut off my butt or I wish I could just cut off like this. Like we would talk about that all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, no. Like us, uh, yeah, really a memory strong in my head. Um, so that type of stuff. And then I was also like aware and told about certain things that like my dance teachers kind of um, went through because they were in, like, New York City Ballet, and, like, those, they were up there, Mm -hmm. and they would talk about how, like, their, uh, their people would follow them around while they were at parties and take things off their plates and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. so, like, I was well aware of, like, what the dance world was, and I think that influenced me to not want to be, like, a professional ballerina, because it's really bad, but yeah, as a child, even without, it's not like they told us, I don't know, no one ever explicitly said anything to us, other than, like, shave your pubes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, no one said anything to us specifically that I remember about that, but it's just the constant looking in the mirror, and also, um, going through puberty, that was, like, a really hard thing, because I, I, especially because I went from being, like, a stick to then, like, I don't know, like, being less of a stick, I mean, not, yeah, because then you, you start getting, like, fat in different places as, like, puberty, like, obviously, yeah, yeah, and, like, and looking back, I was, like, not even back then, really, I was, 
but yeah, I always had a butt. And so for some reason I thought in ballet, I really wanted to cut that off because it was like a nuisance yeah. um, and like really bugged me. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, do you think, you know, cause you said that your teachers would tell stories and that they never like explicitly said anything, but I feel yeah. like I remember you mentioning this one time about, um, Miss M or Miss P and like their ideas of weight and beauty Oh, well, oh, yeah. Okay, well, because I was thinking, yeah, when I was talking before, I was talking mostly when I was younger, so at this other studio, it's like one of some of the first things that I noticed, Um, but yeah, when I was older, oh my gosh, then that's even, it was even more intense, even if the studio was less intense, it was just the, the talk, it was like the language that was used and stuff, like this one teacher, she... One, she had her own eating problems, mm-hmm. and and it was very obvious, and all of her children had them, too. Mm-hmm. Like, extreme. Children, students, not actual biological? No, her biological children. Bi- Wait, how many kids does she have? Um, two. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. um, but at the at the studio like there was a lot of talk um about weight and she would totally there was this one girl I remember and she would sit there and obviously in her mind it's harmless but she would sit there and I remember she people were talking about this girl's weight and how she lost weight and Miss Patty would say things like she looks good she looks good like kind of praise girls behind their back and even to their face about how good they look when they did lose weight and even when I lost a bunch of weight for some reason and and I was older one teacher was actually like crying she was like I think you have an issue like she literally was crying like crying to me being like I think you have a problem but on the other end there was this other teacher who was like oh you look so good like I think you look good like what do you mean like there's nothing wrong yeah yeah and And, like do you think those like standards were like because I know there's, like, the whole aesthetic of ballet, right? Like, you need to yeah. hold, like, a certain... So, like, what do you... Like, for people that might not know it exactly, what do you think is, like, the best way to explain the beauty standard of ballet? The beauty... Okay, beauty standard of ballet, in my mind, in my head, because this is what I always thought, was Svetlana Zakrova. I was obsessed with her. She was long... Okay, to be super specific, short torso which I still have, like, a liking, a, a weird liking. I of. don't even know how to how to see that in other people. I, yeah. I know, I, <laughs> I know. But I'm always like, oh, I love a good short torso. But so short torso, long, like, just like a stick. Like, your muscles shouldn't be bulky either. Like, they should be long and obviously super skinny. Most girls, you can see their bones, their chest bones, and you can, they, a majority of them don't have boobs no butts yeah literally nothing but like long pieces of muscle and bone Jeez. and yeah, yeah that yeah. And, and yeah and that totally had an effect on me too was um watching a bunch of ballets and being like that's my favorite dancer and like that's what I really wanted to be yeah and like yeah I mean you're like a white woman but I mean you've you've probably seen maybe um how like how did that beauty standard affect like women of color do you think because I mean you have more experience in that than I do I mean I can kind of guess what it did 
but yeah. I mean, in your words, what do you think? I'm sure it affected them because even even those ideas that dance, especially ballet, ballet mostly actually is is white. Um, it was apparent that those ideas were in all of the teachers' heads, at least most of them. Yeah. Also, you let's also know that you are from the Pacific Northwest, which yes. is predominantly white in a Very lot of places. White. Yeah. Extremely white. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like there were comments. There were lots of comments actually. Um, one, I mean, actually, both of these comments, I I wasn't there for, but I know that they happened. Um, um, one girl was like backstage with this teacher or back behind the desk doing something for costumes, and the teacher said something like she that she didn't like black dancers or darker dancers because they stand out mm, on the stage and then one long time ago there was this girl this little girl who was black and she was in a dance class with this teacher okay and I guess she was like she was having a hard time picking up or something because dance is so hard so of course um and the teacher said something like that's why your people um, aren't dancers oh my god that's why that's you guys aren't dancers Stuff and like, was she yeah. still employed after that somehow oh, we had left the studio but yeah somehow oh i mean yeah employed is she she was the leader that oh makes my god she was like the boss that's yeah. so yeah it's just it's so many things, like, one on top of the other, right? That's just... Mm-hmm. And, like, your your friends, like, Carmen and Vivi, who are, like, Latin mm-hmm. Latinas, like, mm-hmm. how did, you know, did they did they get affected by that, or...? They, yeah, and they mentioned, they mentioned, especially when, like, BLM and stuff was um, taking off, they had mentioned, and they were talking a lot about how they faced a lot of microaggressions. I forget the specifics, but I know that, like, oh, well, here's a good example... So there is, like, one Asian girl at the studio, okay? She isn't even Chinese, but every single year in the Nutcracker, she is Chinese. Because there's a scene where it's, like, um, Arabian comes and and bows to Sugar Plum. Like, a bunch of the different um, dances kind of come and bow, but, like, one person from each. And she always has to do the bow, and she always is the... Chinese one just yeah okay you know what I mean yeah 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 Yeah. and 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 yeah lots of stuff like they didn't have certain parts because they were kind of picked or decided you know yeah yeah so like almost like a lumping of you know like people of color and Mm -hmm. just like ignoring the others yeah so if it fits into like their aesthetic then they'll mm-hmm. put them in like dances, mm-hmm. and if it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't fit the aesthetic of like the yeah. European, like the white European mm-hmm. ballet. They just yeah. completely ignore like, it. Like who's Sugar Plum? Most of the time, it'll be go to the white girls over um, like anyone else right. who would be better suited as the Arabian for some reason. Right. For some reason, right. like it doesn't. I mean, we know why, but like very politically incorrect also yeah no it's just ridiculous yeah Yeah. it's crazy how like um it just continues you know like how 
you know, I'd expect that it would have changed. Like, it probably has changed more, like, over time, maybe. But, like, from what you say, like, this wasn't that long ago. It was what, like, you're 22. This was maybe, like, yeah. 15 years ago and probably even less because these things happened, and like, recently. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah. it's insane that it still continues and, like, nobody's really oh, yeah. doing anything about it. Because I think these ideas are just so deeply rooted in it. Yeah. And even, yeah, and in people, too. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it, it ties in with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, like, all of this happened, which are, like, in, already, like, insane stories. And then you went on to, you know, after high school, you went, am I allowed to say the name? Yeah. Okay, the Disney Cruise Line. I know that we can't, like, name drop, right? Because... Yeah, yeah. Don't want to yeah. get sued or anything, but, um, <laughs> but, so, like, you got hired as a performer mm -hmm. on the Disney Cruise Line. Mm -hmm. So, like, do yes. you, were those things, like, all the things that you've already said, I imagine that they were, like, times a hundred, like, exacerbated? Oh, yeah, like, in, just even, oh my gosh, just even, I remember, um, going and getting fitted like fitted for the my costumes and stuff and I was just so wildly like insecure I was so like oh my god like so scared I don't even know why but I was like I just felt like oh like oh my gosh what if I'm gonna be too big and like all that and not to mention they use European sizes which make you feel even worse because they're you know yeah, you're a bigger yeah. as an European than an American so I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just one. And that wasn't even being on the ship. Right. But then going on the ship, it's like, oh, there's just so many different yeah. reasons. Because also, yeah. like, it's all these performers who have been through a mm -hmm. lot of the same things you went through with, like, the beauty mm -hmm. standards and dance and performance arts. And then, like, it's all these people on a ship together. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's kind of just such, like, a bubble. And mm -hmm. I imagine it's, like, especially you were the youngest, right? Because, like, I think oh, everyone yeah. was, like, in their 20s and you yeah. were, like, 18. I was the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I imagine that, like, had, you know, like, it's it's hard not to be impressionable. Like, even, like, now at 22, I feel like so many people are. And, like, even us sometimes, like, we're still under... Like, we still fall into that. So I imagine, like, fresh out of high school, like, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the dieting and, you know, have it. Because then it's not only, you know, it's not only for your teacher at the studio. It's mm -hmm. for, like, thousands of people who see you mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. And you're in everyone's pictures. And you're mm -hmm. dancing and singing for people. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I felt, yeah, the pressure is just so crazy and also you're in the back of your mind you're constantly like oh my gosh what if Shoreside sees this and they're like she's too big or like she just doesn't look good because it's all about looks like yeah yeah, yeah. that's also because then like your skill set also lies in how mm -hmm. much you look like a literal Disney princess mm -hmm. like a Disney character which is already <laughs> insane because they're like mm -hmm. they're cartoons and then yeah. you had to fit into a very iconic character who's mm -hmm. insane. And, oh, and also, I remember you mentioned, like, the boys on the ship who had yeah. to look very okay. young yeah. also. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because when I got um, on the ship, like, this is one of my first impressions also, is this certain character um, was the one that was, like, the 
the contract before us because there's two weeks of crossover where we're on with the the older cast Mm -hmm. um and then they leave and it was somewhere in between those two two weeks or three weeks when we first got on the ship there was so much talk on the old person who was doing the character and about how like oh they don't fit in their costume anymore and like they got too big like they had to be talked to but I don't think because I didn't know if anybody actually being talked to but anyways there was so much talk behind that person's back and then the new character the new person to take over that role who had done it so many times before but he developed oh my gosh the worst eating habits and he shrunk like he was already tiny he's tiny he shrunk like that's what you see a lot of times is people get so they shrink yeah like one people um on the ship they shrink they shrink from um being really depressed and really stressed or from yeah trying to like actively trying to it's like yeah yeah because like I think it's interesting to compare because you know I feel like we always feel so much pressure just from like our daily lives right because Mm -hmm. we're like trying like a lot of us are trying to adhere to this like very specific beauty standard and then like I feel like on the ship it's not only like your daily life of already being like slim and like wanting to like fit into these beauty standards but also like this literally like impossible standard of beauty yeah. of literally like cartoon characters and yeah i don't know it's just it's it's a lot of pressure yeah it, it, especially because you're also like getting paid to do that like it's mm-hmm. it's and just job. so yeah, and so scared i don't know why like so scared that I was going to need to get a bigger costume or that something I was going to get fired or not invited back Mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, wait, how long did you spend working there? I did two, two contracts. So how long is that like? So a contract is, um, nine, nine months, nine months. Um, I think, yeah. Why is my brain messing up right now? Like (laughs) nine months. Um, and I did the second one I did was a replacement contract so I like didn't have it was like right after my first contract I think I was home for like a month and then I had to go right back because yeah right and then the second one was also nine months no or yeah it was like minus minus a month okay or minus a few months because it minus the time in Toronto oh right right so yeah like six six seven yeah and obviously, like, we're, we're just banging on, like, the, the kind of, like, negative side. But, I mean, I imagine it was, like, an amazing experience, right? Yeah, Cause, of course. Because, <laughs> like, I, I mean, mean, it's, like, it's a very unique experience. Like, you're the only yeah. person I've ever met that, like, was a Disney princess. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's, to- I mean, totally fun, but everybody knows it. Like, that's where you'll you find out if you're able to work on a ship. You yeah. either at the end of the contract you're either like okay I'm ready to go home or you're completely over it and you're like I need to go not to mention people got sent home for being like suicidal and stuff because it's on a ship no that happens yeah that happens a lot that's very common and I'm sure especially as performers but because you work you work 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 and then a lot of pressure plus you are yeah on a bubble and you're on a ship you have no days off oh no like none seven days a week yeah, no days off. Jesus. Ever. Yeah. Jesus. Unless you're sick. <laughs> also, like, nine months. Like, it's not just, like, yeah. That's yeah. insane. 
that is that's a oh, that's a full term pregnancy. Mhm. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a lot. And so you know, you spent like over a year, almost like probably like a year and a half, like mm-hmm. professionally working in performance yeah. arts, and like now you know. Then you went to college, and you met mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, how do you think those things like followed you, like the, from like ballet, and then from yeah. the Disney Cruise? Like, do you think it still follows you? Like, oh yeah. These effects of dieting oh. and. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. When I and I notice also when I just feel um, worse about myself or just down or anxious or even like my time of the month, like when I'm on my moon cycle, it's just I feel worse about myself, and it always it comes back to like weight and like what does my body look like and like. I feel really bad and I feel all this stuff when literally nothing has changed mm-hmm. but in my eyes like it yeah it really feels like it has yeah. and then it's like a lot of pressure I think some things have changed though because back when um like when I was super young super young at my first studio you know I would say things like oh randomly I don't know oh I'm actually gonna do this new thing where I don't eat until I'm full I eat like before I'm full okay weird things like that and then yeah when I was like high school and probably on the ship it was like eat less eat less um and then now it's like this weird thing where I'm like nervous that I'm not eating enough because I'm like I don't want to ruin my metabolism and then I'm also worried though that I'm eating too much because it's it's like I guess it could be deemed as, like, a little healthier, but definitely not just the way that you think about it. Also, um... Oh, wasn't there that thing of, like, staying below 500 calories a day? Oh, yeah, I definitely did that for, like, a a bit in, like, senior year. Like, every day, or was it, like... Or, like, kind of, like, an (gasps) intermittent type of thing, or was it... Like oh no! Day. It was every day. This oh, was my before God. I went to my audition. Mm-hmm. Like I was losing like multiple pounds a week. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember when we like first became friends. Like this was early on. You told me about how you would come. Back. You were like obsessed with sweating, and I was always like, <laughs> "Oh, like I don't want to sweat right now. I feel gross." And you'd be like, "I love sweating." And then I, you would. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said that you would drive home with the heat on. After working out, just so you could sweat more. Yeah. And I was like, that I, sounds horrible. Like, that sounds I, like the worst I thing. Do, it's like a mix because I do love saunas and I love the heat. But I think that also was a thing. Like, I would, yeah, always drive home. I was like, it's good for my muscles. But I just really like to sweat. And I'm sure it was related to, like, burning more calories. And then I would also, like, a lot of, a lot of days, this is during, like, the 500-calorie thing, I would, um, like, make my bathroom into a sauna. Or, like, at the gym, go to the yeah, sauna. To the yeah, sauna. but, like, literally try to make my bathroom, like, a sauna. That's like, insane. I blast the hot water and, like, try to the towels under the door. And, oh, like, my yeah. God. That's, that sounds horrible. Yeah, and just sit and, like, yeah. sweat. Yeah. That's insane. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I know I'm glad that you've, like, you've changed your mindset a little bit. Like, even mm-hmm. though I guess these things will always, like, a little bit, like, remnants of it yeah. will follow especially since totally. you know you still love ballet and you still love yeah. dance so like yeah it's a world you will always be a part of so it's like I think it's important to like be like aware and critical of these things and I guess like mm-hmm. now that you you're like more able and you're not yeah. as you know impressionable as yeah. you were when you were young yeah and like 
I know how to live on my own too. I think that also played a role in how to do certain things under pressure. And I think, but it's still hard sometimes. Yeah. And that's like easy go-to for my brain some for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just like so many things like one on top of the other and then you add yeah. like already existing beauty standards mm-hmm. along with like these things that were drilled into your head from when you were little yeah. and then you know on top of that if you're like stressed and stuff it's just so many things but yeah. I mean, hopefully like generating more conversation around it will mm-hmm. hopefully change some of that and I bet there are already like some studios who aren't as you know bad about these types of yeah. things yeah I mean totally it's it's just so hard too because even if you are such a um a nurturing place it it when you're in front of a mirror every day um and then in in leotards in tights and at some studios in booty shorts and bras which can be super scary for some girls just because you know um and then also like putting on costumes and like knowing how you look in your costume or knowing what size you're getting a costume like all those little things it's just you know yeah in your face and it's hard to yeah you know yeah. navigate through that yeah well thank you for like I don't know thank you for having this conversation with me I'm mm-hmm. right I mean we have we barely talk now because of quarantine because we yeah. don't live together anymore but I mean I think it was really good to have like a different insight onto like a world that a lot of us are not a part of right like I've mm-hmm. I've never been a part of any performance world so yeah. I think it's really interesting to have this perspective so thank so you. fun though like so <laughs> yeah of course. so thank you Paige for taking the time yeah thank you for having me I don't know how to end it